You're very welcome to today's episode of Skin Deep by Karina Tolan. Today I have with me Miss Sarah Corbett Lynch. It's such a pleasure to have Sarah on my as a guest on my show. We touched base before COVID and have tried multiple times to hook up. So eventually we are here. And like I said, it is a real pleasure because I am a a big fan of this incredible young lady. So I guess today's episode of Skin Deep is really about grief. And that is why I invited Sarah on, because Sarah is, of course, the author of um, Noodle Loses Dad, which is a book aimed at children experiencing grief. Sarah, maybe tell us a little bit about yourself, about your own experience with grief, and then we'll go on to talk about the book. Well, as I said, I'm Sarah. I'm 13. And when I was 12 weeks old, my mom died of an asthma attack. And then when I was eight, my dad died suddenly. And I moved back to Ireland because previously I moved to America. And I moved back with my family, Tracy, David, Adam, Jack and Dean. And I had to cope somehow. And my way of coping was writing. So I started writing and I really, really liked it. So I asked Tracy, could I publish one of the books that I wrote? And eventually (laughs) she said that I was allowed. So we self-published because we wanted to have the experience and they wanted me and I wanted to, to um, be able to like experience how to self-publish and learn different things. So we decided to self-publish and I got a lot of reaction from it. I got way more than I thought I would. And it's just been amazing. Fantastic. And, you know, one of the things I I feel with grief, and it's something I experienced myself, that in a way of maybe coping with your feelings, you you want to heal as well. And I really, that's what your book is aimed at. It's aimed at at introducing young children, I guess, to the emotion that is grief and counselling them through it. Tell us what grief means to you. Well, I think that grief is an emotion that a lot of people are scared of. Because people express their anger and they express their sadness and their happiness. But grief is kind of like the hidden emotion that people don't like to show. And I think it's because a lot of people don't know what it is or how to feel or what to do when they feel grief. So I've just been trying to get the word out and how to help grieving children. Brilliant. And tell me, what what are your coping mechanisms when you're having, I for me personally, I call them grief attacks. And when you're having that and experiencing it, what do you do to help comfort and make you feel better? And What I do is I start singing or dancing. But if I'm really kind of like upset about something, I try and write it down. And I think for other people as well, that they should find their thing that helps them maybe pick up a hobby and one thing that I think is really really important is counseling a lot of people don't talk about it because they think that they should be ashamed that they go to counseling but it's the same thing as going to the doctor going to the doctor you go because something's physically wrong with you but counseling is going for something that's mentally like upsetting you or it's the same as it's just it helps people to talk about things and I think that it's really important for people to talk to somebody who knows how to help them and I I personally didn't even say that I went to counseling for a long time and it was only a few like it was only like last year or the year before that I said yeah I go to counseling and that I shouldn't be ashamed of it because that I needed counseling and that's what helped me to process what I was going through. Yeah fantastic and 
sometimes it's so lovely to speak to someone neutral as well. And the thing with grief is, of course, many people in your family will be experiencing their own grief for loss too. So that's something I like about counselling too, because I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel when I'm hurting, I don't want to tell people I love who are dear to me I'm hurting because I don't want them to see me in pain. Yeah, I I think that counselling helps in so many different ways. And I talk to my family like if it's just a normal day out and it could be a smell, it could be anything that just makes me switch, it makes me feel upset. So I think that counselling is a good way just to talk to somebody who isn't related, isn't anywhere isn't like friends with your family just to like spill Mm, absolutely and you know I I often wondered about a child's grief and particularly somebody like yourself when you've lost your parents so young because I wonder I interpretate my own missing my mom the fact that I had her for 42 years but your um, evidence that that's not the case because you know at 12 weeks old you really wouldn't have any memories of your mom but I'm sure that void is still there and you've had to deal with that as well so it's not really about the length of time in that way I'd I, like I'd love to know what your thoughts are but is a child's grief different do you think to that of an adult I think that it depends on your situation for some kids they might be scared to tell their parents how they feel because they don't want to make their parents upset and I think that a lot of parents are also cautious because they don't want to upset their child and they don't want to show their emotions because they don't want to look weak but I think that it takes a really strong person to share their emotions and to show people that they are upset and that they that they are feeling lost or feeling scared and I think that it's really important that people do show their emotions and just talk about it. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be upset. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's happy tears and sometimes it's sad tears. But I think it's important that people do show their emotions. Yeah, absolutely. And again, I think another thing that a lot of young children can experience is their emotions being dismissed, you know, because they are young. And I am also um, a big fan of your TikTok. So you recently did a TikTok referring to this where a child's emotions are kind of dismissed um, yeah, I think that some, some in some cases that adults um, think that because it's a child they don't understand what grief is, or that they don't feel it, or they don't under they don't understand, or they don't they don't know. But it's the same for children as well. They know, and even if they don't understand, they still feel it because they still have that loss. So they're still scared, and I think that it's important that people tell each other and to say yeah I do feel sad mm-hmm. especially because some adults don't think of it they're just like yeah they're kids they don't know mm-hmm. but I think that it's important that you do listen to kids because kids have the same feelings absolutely and very valid feelings as well you are a great advocate for health and is eating well and exercise and of course I'm sure that has also um, helped you deal with your emotions throughout the years tell us about that tell us about your time over COVID what you and your friends got up to and um well me and my friends have been finding different ways to like communicate so at the beginning we FaceTimed and we Zoomed then as the lift started the restrictions started to lift we were able to go on social distance walks and we were able to go and have picnics together and um, a few weeks ago we actually set up a fun day for the children in our state because a lot of them didn't get their school tour or they didn't get we usually have fun days 
So we wanted to have a sports day or a fun day so that they can get their exercise. And also, I think it's really important for people to um, eat healthy. For example, I have my food right here and it's just a load of different like vegetables together and it's really nice. And we have porridge every morning and we go for walks or cycles and meditation is very helpful as well. And I think that if you have a healthy body, you have a healthy mind. And I think the people, a lot of people focus on trying to lose weight or something, but I think that you should eat he- You should eat healthy to be healthy, mm-hmm. not to be skinny. And I, that's what I try and do. I try and eat healthy and I try to have fun. And I think that exercising is really fun if you just have fun. Don't be focused, oh, I need to go this amount of time. Just go for a run, go for a walk. Yeah. Or just cook something that you that feels healthy. Mm-hmm. And that's what me and Tracy have been doing lately. We've been making different recipes. Tracy made an amazing noodle soup and it is the best thing you will ever eat in your life. I've been living off it for the last few weeks. We all have. The boys love it, everybody. And she made these um these crackers, these oat crackers. They're I, I don't even know how to explain them, so they're so good. Gorgeous. I love that. I love noodle soup. And you know what? It's not easy. It sounds like it's easy, but it's not easy to get that right. So Tracy may have to pass that recipe on to me. Of course, you also lost your grandmother, Tracy's mom, your dad's mom over COVID. That had to be really, really difficult. Yeah, it it was really hard because we didn't get to see her or be with her. But we tried to make her feel like we were always there. And we were always there for her. Like when we would go and we'd bring her laundry or collect her laundry to wash it for her, we would ring her so that she felt that we were physically close to her because we'd be in the hospital, but we wouldn't be with her. And I, we made cards, all the boys, Adam, Dean, Jack, David, Tracy, all of us. We made cards and we printed out photos of us when we were younger with her. And we wrote lovely notes to her. And we would, we... A lovely lady in um, a frontline worker. I posted a video on Instagram of me singing, saying that some could someone show it to her. And this really nice frontline worker showed it to her, and she also FaceTimed my nana for us, so that we were able to see her. So we got to FaceTime her a few times, and the boys got up out of bed to watch and talk to her, and it was really nice. That I'm very grateful to the lady who did it. Very good. Had she been unwell before COVID? Yeah, she had. She'd been unwell for a good while. And it was really hard because we kind of knew that she wasn't going to make it. And But we were able to sit down and talk about it. And we were able to show her that we loved her and make sure that she knew that. Like Tracy, she took off work for the last five months. She was with her every day. And it's been really nice having Tracy off work as well because she's been with us Mm -hmm. and like she'd always make time for us whenever we needed her but now she doesn't need to make time she just has time to be with us and I don't know how to express how much I'm happy that she's always with us. Oh fantastic and tell me do you believe that um, your grandmother and your dad are together now do you believe there's a life like that afterwards does that bring you comfort? Yeah, I believe that they're together because that's exactly what they wanted to happen. And if my Nana wanted something to happen, it would happen. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm sure she's so grateful to have had this time at you, of course, and to watch you grow up and to be such an incredible young lady. You know, 
Only this morning I was watching, um, oh God, what's her name? Chloe Kardashian's Instagram. It was her birthday last night. And, you know, I was a little bit disappointed because like you, I, I, I am an advocate of good health and a healthy diet. And and her birthday party, even what was on the menu at the birthday party and, and her who would cons- be considered to be an influencer. And I'm listening to you and I'm like, why can't we have more like you, Sarah? You need to be the new influencer of our time. You're the one who should have all those millions listening to you for sure. It's actually on that note, tell me your hopes and dreams for the future. Is there another book or what's coming your way? What are you attracting into your life? Um, well, my next book is with publishers, so I can't really say that much right now. Fair, um, fair. Um, my dream would probably be at the moment I want parents to talk to their children about death before it comes so that they can understand like read a book like Noodle Loses Dad or another book that explains it well for young children so that they can understand and they know even if they don't have any death coming or nobody in their family they didn't lose anybody in their family just so that they understand how maybe one of their friends or somebody that they know feels and my biggest goal and dream in like the future is to become a presenter because I think that there's no young presenters. I don't know any presenters that are under the age of 18 and I want to be the one interviewing Ryan Tuberty or interviewing the former Taoiseach about all of the stuff that's going on. And I just love to do it because I've always had an interest in media and I've always wanted to be the one asking questions. Fantastic, Sarah. I love this. We need to pitch this to RTE. You would be amazing at this. And, you know, when I was younger, um, about your age, actually, it would have been a big thing on British telly at the time, like, um, you know, Saturday morning TV. And it would have been all kind of my peers taking over and running the programs. And it's really, really good because children can relate to children. You know, they're on it's their peers. They're on a level. And like I said, the, the incredible impact and influence that somebody of your mindset and your intellect um, would have on young people. I'm a mom of two young girls and I just need more people like you out there for them to look up to. I I really want to be someone that people can look up to and I want to be there for children and people like me who have lost somebody that they loved. And I think that it's really important that people do talk about how they feel and that parents talk to their children about death before it does happen. You know, sometimes I think in life that um, I, I feel you've life mastered when you've mastered the art of letting go, because, you know, that that is one way where, where you let go. But in a lifetime, there's so many ways, you know, relationships, people come and people go and we're constantly evolving. And, you know, I think that's why you must find happiness and love within yourself, because you'll have that forever. And yeah, I think I think that hope is really important as well, because if you have hope, then you can. I think it's something to hold on to and there's always hope somewhere. And I think that if people think about hope and not about the negative things and think about the positive, that they're going to be OK, because that's what I try and do. I try and think about the positive in every situation that I'm in and there might be a lot of negatives, but I try and think of the positive. Maybe there's only one positive, but I think that hope is always there for you. And it's always something that you can grab onto if you're feeling like you're going to fall. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. And give all your energy to that one positive thought. 
Sarah, thank you so much. You are an incredibly inspiring young lady and um, the future is bright as long as we have young ladies like you and men growing up and influencing our next generation. Thank you for your time. I'm excited for your future too. I see fantastic things happen happening. I see a wonderful energy around you. And I know for sure your mom, your dad and your grandmother, of course, are incredibly proud of you. As of course are all those um, lo- loving you that are living with you, that I know you are loved beyond measure. I can see it in everything that you do. Thank you so much for your time, Sarah. And thank your mom, Tracy, and your family for allowing you to spend this time with me. I really do appreciate it. If anybody wants to pick up the book, it's at my website at sarahcorbettlynch.com. And I'm on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and yeah, that's it. And your website, of course. (laughs) And Twitter at Sarah Corbett Lynch. Thank you so much and soon to be on many other places. I can see it coming. Thank you. You take care of yourself and enjoy the rest of your summer holidays. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Skin Deep by Karina Tolan. It feels so good to be back post-COVID. I didn't record over the period of the pandemic because I was working at the time on my Instagram um, platform and I was doing quite a lot of lives and it just didn't seem right at that time to record podcasts and of course this is a very organic series and one that I only like to work on when it feels good and right so it was a real indication to me that brighter days were coming when I reached out again to Sarah. Of course, I, I had arranged to to record with Sarah before the pandemic. And wow, what, what a girl, what a kid, what a young woman. How incredibly inspirational is she? I, from when I first heard about Sarah was when she had wrote her book and it was published. And I really didn't know the background into how her dad had died or her mom actually. I had an idea, but I didn't know too much detail. And I actually wanted to keep it like that until at least we had recorded the um, podcast together. You know, I really felt that she is such an incredible young woman so talented and so inspirational and I purposely didn't want to bring up the details of her dad's case or how he died because I genuinely feel this kid is so much more than that and the energy that is around her brings so much more to the, ta- to the table. I think I think she will probably, a bit of her will stay with me forever and I'll always keep a close eye on her and I genuinely believe that the future is so bright um, as long as we have young women like Sarah growing up, um, I think she is going to have a, a huge um, career ahead of her. And like I said in the podcast, it's people like her that we need to influence our young children because um, she just has life sussed. And if it's what happened to her, if it took that to give her this gift of such intellect and foresight, well, so be it. But I have a feeling that she was born for great things. Thank you, Sarah, so much. And of course, thank you to Tracy, um, Sarah's mom, who 
allowed me to have that time with such a special kid and thank you Sarah for spending it with me too it was an absolute pleasure and thank you for reigniting me back into the podcast world post pandemic thank you for your time today I hope you enjoyed and I look forward to speaking with you all soon if you enjoyed today's episode please rate and review on iTunes and subscribe of course as well and let me know your thoughts and of course you will find Sarah at sarahcorbettlynch.com and her book Noodle Loses Dad in all good bookstores take care